Hey y'all, and welcome to the first Roaring Out podcast of 2016. This is episode 12, and the first episode in the series, Everything I Know About. So this week, the first of 2016, I'll be talking about various topics and the people who have helped me along the way. There's also another thing I'm really excited about is that If you follow me on Instagram, um, I posted a picture of it, but I have a brand new fancy schmancy microphone. So I hope the sound quality is better and my test recordings that I did, it sounds quite a bit better. So I'm super excited about this. All right. Now, usually podcasts, uh, this one included, show you how to do something or give a certain amount of insight presumably from the perspective of someone who knows things or, you know, some authority. And that's all well and good, but in this particular series, I wanted to acknowledge those who have come before me um, or those who have taught me. And it gives me really great pleasure to start off this series with a member of my own family, my grandmother. So she owned her own landscaping business for about 10 years, beginning in the early 1990s, but it's the way she built it that always inspired me. She started out with this old black van and a rickety lawnmower, and when giving estimates to new clients, um, people would ask her if she knew how to do certain procedures, such as, you know, plant a certain flower or aerate the lawn or things like that. And with all the confidence in the world, she would say, sure, even if most times she had no idea what the customer was talking about. Now, this is really funny, but I think it says a lot about the main topic of this episode, and that is confidence. So after leaving the customer, she would go to the nursery where she bought all of her lawn equipment and her plants and would ask the attendants how to do whatever thing it was the customers had asked her about. And after that, she knew how to do the thing. And so it almost wasn't like she was lying, but more that she was chronologically challenged, as Neil Gaiman would put it. Speaking of which, uh, Neil Gaiman actually has a really great talk along these same lines called Make Good Art. Um, It's actually a commencement speech he made in 2012. It's really great, very inspiring, and also I think in a lot of ways very practical. So I'll include a link in the show notes to that talk, um, and I'll actually talk about that more in a moment, but I want to stick with my grandmother for a little longer. So I adopted my grandmother's principle in quite a few areas in my life, one of which is my job life. And in some ways, in some instances, I stretch the truth a bit. Um, And again, not that I lie, have lied about, and I have never lied about my qualifications. I've been able to do the things that I've said I've been able to do, but I may not have been as familiar with it. or as confident with certain aspects, but I knew I could get better and learn. Really the important thing is how you present yourself. Um, In a lot of ways, that's what's important in the job world. If you say, I can do this, 
it doesn't necessarily mean you know how at that specific moment in time. Really what it means is that you can figure it out. You have the base skill set to do it and you're able to learn more about it. What the story about my grandmother I think also illustrates is that to be confident, you should know your strengths and your weaknesses. Meaning you should know what you're able to bring to a situation and know how to fill in your own knowledge or skill gaps. Now, if you do this, right? So say you are, you pose as very confident in a certain area, um, but you don't quite know how to do something yet, it can feel like you're getting away with something, like you'll be caught by uh, the fraud police, which is actually a term coined by Amanda Palmer, Neil Gaiman's wife. You feel that at any moment, someone's going to call you out on your bullshit, essentially. Someone's going to call you out that you don't know something um, and you just haven't had a chance to learn it yet. The difference, though, I think, between a fraud and someone who is confident is a fraud has no way of knowing or doing what he or she says he or she can do. However, um, I think there's a difference with what my grandma did because she knew she could provide enthusiasm and care to customers' lawns and gardens. She had a basic knowledge of landscaping. Um, She had tended to her own garden for years, but she didn't always know specific professional procedures. However, she did have access to people who did know. I think this would be a very different story if she didn't, right? If she just kind of went by the seat of her pants and had no way of finding out how to follow through on her word. But she did have these resources. She could learn. Um, And part of the lesson too here, I think, is that even if we know a lot about our particular subject area or discipline, sometimes we don't even know what we'll need to know given certain situations. So it's nice to just be open and have resources at your disposal. In my own life, this principle translates to teaching. Students or colleagues will always come up with questions or musings that I simply don't know how to resolve. Um, But since I worked in a library for five years and I'm acquainted with quite a few people uh, via the internet who are well-versed in different subject areas, and I also know people in real life who are acquainted with a lot of different uh, topics, I'm pretty confident that whatever students or colleagues throw my way, I can find an answer or at least point them in the right direction. Again, it's not always what you know, but in how you present yourself and your access to the resources at your disposal. So again, I'm not talking about out and out lying here. I would never condone anything like that. What I'm saying is don't feel like you need to know everything to be confident. No one knows everything about everything. That's just impossible. There's always something more to learn. The difference here is confidence and presenting yourself with that confidence, knowing that whatever gaps are in your knowledge or skill set, you can fill them.
So getting back to Neil Gaiman's talk about making good art, there are actually three quotes that he has that I want to talk about before I wrap up with a couple of other points about confidence. Um, he says, pretend you are someone who can do it. So again, like my grandmother, when she would say, yes, I can do this, even though she didn't know a particular landscaping technique, she pretended she was someone who could do it, knowing that very soon after she would be someone who could do it. She knew people who could teach her. So to break this down, if you want to record an audiobook, if you want to be an artist, if you want to be an entrepreneur, pretend you are someone who can do it. Um, it's so interesting that as kids, we play pretend all the time. But then as we get older, we feel this obligation to when we say we are something, we need to earn it. And certainly in some cases we do. But in other cases, I don't think we need to be afraid to pretend. You know, if you want to be an entrepreneur, well, in your mind, what does an entrepreneur do? And do those things. And then eventually you will have that skill set and knowledge to be an entrepreneur. The next quote from Gaiman that I want to talk about is, I just think it's fun. Um, he says, I tended to do anything as long as it felt like an adventure. Kind of going along with the pretend, we have so many adventures as kids and then as adults, we tend to be bogged down by responsibilities and would-haves and should-haves that a lot of times we forget or neglect our sense of adventure, but I think that's a mistake, quite honestly. Um, we can go on these quests for knowledge or delight or whatever it is that you want to do, especially nowadays with Google and things like that. It's so easy to look up things and learn just a wealth of knowledge. Um, so I would encourage you in your own quest for confidence to take mini adventures and learn about things, do things that are outside of your comfort zone, um, tackle a fear. All of these small things that you can do in your own life um, can build up to bigger things and build your confidence in certain areas. The last quote from Gaiman that I want to talk about is he says, if you don't know it's impossible, it's easier to do. So again, it's going back to this almost childlike sense of wonder, of curiosity, of pretend, of adventure. As we get older, we tend to place limits on ourselves. And again, while certain limits are good, right? So we don't hurt ourselves or other people. There is, there's still a sense of wonder and of the possible. I, I would encourage you in your, again, in your quest for confidence to expand your sense of what is possible. I'm personally the type of person that when someone says you can't do that, I automatically want to. I feel like it's a personal challenge for me to then do this thing that someone else is telling me I can't do or is impossible. An example of this is my first copy editing gig actually came from me doing an internet search and asking. I looked up 
copy editing companies and I came across one that at the time was a sort it looked like a one woman show it looked like she was doing all of this on her own and so I just got up the confidence and said hey do you need any help with your copy editing agency now she hadn't put an ad out or anything like that um and some people would say if there's no help wanted ad out don't even bother well i didn't like that principle so i just asked and what happened was she got back to me and said you know what i could use some help and you know i sent her my resume and for about i worked with her for about a year and i learned a lot um And what's interesting, too, is that while I did have the base skill set to work with copy editing, particularly in Microsoft Word, there's a lot I was not familiar with. And there were terms that were being thrown at me that I wasn't quite sure what they meant, but I looked them up, I asked questions, and I learned a lot and I got better and I'm a much better copy editor because of it. So again, If you are hearing advice that says this is impossible, you shouldn't do X unless Y is true, break some of those rules. Again, within reason, you know, don't hurt yourself or others or put yourself in danger or anything like that. But other rules that say, oh, if there's no help wanted ad, don't even bother, give it a shot. You never know. There are two last principles that I'd like to end on. The first is don't be afraid to fail. Now, when I reached out for my first copy editing gig, that person could very easily have said no thank you and it would have been fine. I would have exercised my confidence and chipped away a bit at my fear of simply asking. Um, So sometimes you will get no's, but the more you ask and the more you fail, the more you will succeed. And eventually you will get yeah, a yes and doors will open. The last thing I also want to point out with confidence is when you're confident, um, you'll attract certain types of people and certain opportunities. And eventually, if, if not right away, sometimes um, you'll get way more opportunities than you can take on. Um, so an important thing with confidence is learning to say no. Confident people don't do everything that comes their way. For a few years, actually, when I had quit my full-time job in 2013, I took on all the opportunities, and I mean all of them, every single opportunity that came my way because I never wanted to lack finances because I was started freelancing. I thought, well, I just have to take everything because I need the money, right? Um, but then eventually when things, when my gigs got a little steadier, um, I learned to say no. So I wasn't so overwhelmed. Um, but first I had to be overwhelmed and gain confidence in order to say no. So just to wrap up, and to reiterate, sometimes confidence is more in your attitude and willingness to learn than your actual knowledge at a certain point in time. Remember to use your resources. And also remember, if all else fails, as my grandmother and Neil Gaiman would suggest, pretend you are someone who can do it, whatever it means to you. Um, And as I mentioned before, 
call yourself an artist, a business person, an entrepreneur, a poet, whatever it is you you aspire to be or are working towards, and act like that title. Eventually, you'll get there. Thanks so much for listening to the first episode in the Everything I Know About series. I am very excited to continue it this week. Um, If you have any comments, questions, or just want to continue the discussion, feel free to reach out to me using the links provided in the show notes. Lastly, if you like the podcast, I would encourage you to rate it. Um, The link for that is also in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you and see what you think about the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you for episode 13.